0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 EN podcast. Uh, I'm joined by the same guest as last podcast. It's going to be another good one. Let me start off with Steph. Steph, how
1: are you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, after yesterday's uh, win, I'm doing even better. And then after winning today against Bifica 4-1 in Joaquin even better. And then our ladies won. One nothing, even better. Yeah, I uh, U17, I uh, U19, I uh, U15. Everybody won today, so I'm doing great. I couldn't be better. Yeah,
0: man. And uh, we're also joined by Chris. Chris, how you doing, bro?
2: Doing good, man. Uh, another Test of the League of One, uh, semi and final and PKs. Um, that's what we do here, we win shootouts six straight.
0: Total. <laughs> if it's not from penalties, we don't want it. <laughs> Anyways, guys, before we get into it, um, let me just remind you guys again that we do have Sporting One Hundred and Sixty uh, merch up on Spreadshirt.com or .ca, um, and uh, as you guys can tell from Steph, Steph's sporting a beautiful Sporting One Hundred and Sixty hat. Uh, and yeah, guys, go get your go get your merch. Go get uh, you know support the support the the team. Not only us here at Spartan 160 EN, but Sporting 160 over in Portugal. And uh, for those that have bought the merch, because you guys have been flooding us in with uh, with tweets and all of that stuff, we just want to thank you guys for that. And uh, um, I don't think you guys quite understand the happiness it brings to all of us here at, at Sporting 160 EN to see all of the all of the love and support you guys give us. Um, anyways, uh, Spartan, as, as mentioned, played uh, Porto yesterday in the Taça da Liga final. Um, it finished 1-1 over 90 minutes, going straight into penalty shootout, where Sporting won one to 3 I'll give you the starting 11. I'll go with Portis first. They had Vana in net, Eder Militão at right back, Philippe and Pep at centre back, Alex Telles at um, at left back, and then Jesus Corona and Brahimi on the wings with Hector Herrera and Oliver Torres in the middle, and Musa Marega and Andre Pereira up top, and then of course we had Renan Ribeiro in net. Mark Jacquinha at left-back, Kouac Andre Pinto at centre-back, and Yrstovsky at right-back. Uh, midfield of Gudeli, Bruno Fernandes, and Wendel, uh, with Nani and Rafing on the wings, and Bas Dost up top. Uh, Steph, I'll start it off with you. What did you think of the game?
1: Well, the game, uh, when uh, the first half, um, sporting was uh, had the high pressure on, and I loved it. Uh, we didn't let Porto play at all. We pressured them pretty good, and we basically controlled the faith of the game at that point uh, on the first half. Uh, we had a couple chances, one by Nani um, on the left wing. He had a, uh, a good uh, a good kick of uh, the outside the box, but uh, uh, a little bit crooked, of course. And then um, uh, towards the end with Bruno Fernandes, he could have scored off uh, a direct kick, uh, but he didn't. Doubt, but that was a very, very dangerous um, um, uh, direct kick. And then uh, I, th- I thought that Sporting actually did better than Porto in the first half. Um, and uh, then in the second half, we we dropped back, uh, so we went from a high pressure to to a uh, to a low pressure, low block defensively. I don't know why, but I'm I'm suspecting because the players were tired. Um, heavy legs because we played on Wednesday against Sporting Braga after penalty kicks, exhausting, and only two days to uh, basically recoup the players. Uh, so maybe that's why we dropped to Porto played better in, uh, in the second half. Um, they could have scored. They didn't, which is a good thing. Uh, the only time they did, it, it was off a mistake of René. But shit happens. Uh, no one is perfect. Uh, I could have said that uh, hey, uh, a a few minutes before uh, we suffered that goal, he pulled a save off uh, the corner a header from Flip. That was a great save, uh, and then he belted us out in the penalty kicks anyway. Uh, but Porto, yes, did play better in the second half, um, but. When, when we say they play better, it, it doesn't mean they create a lot of opportunity of goals. They create a couple but nothing significant. Like they make it sound as sportistas. I don't even know why they think they play much, 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 much better it, because it wasn't it wasn't the case at all. Um, and then in the penalty kicks is a lottery. Uh, and Rena, uh, I don't know, I'll give the credit to Rena of course, but it has a lot to do with Nelson. Mm-hmm. uh the uh, the coach uh, the goalie's coach uh yeah. because the, the Rene goes goes to the goal line full of confidence uh he knows what he's doing and he tricks the uh the uh, opponents uh, players when they he psychs them out and he does a really good job because uh, he's not going to stop every every penalty kick but he's stopping i mean 75% of them which is an awesome statistic and um And we won and uh, I I couldn't believe it. Uh, I had my wife next to me, Uh, she was actually in neutral. She's And she, for the first time in my life, she was rooting for Sporting because she doesn't like Porto at all. (laughs) Uh, And then my mother-in-law, she doesn't really care, but you know, everybody was watching the game because of me, especially the PKs and and, uh, I was very content. I'm not gonna say uh, I was emotional crying almost, but I wasn't quite there yet. I'm going to save that for May if we become champions of Portugal, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because that's been 17 years. But yesterday was definitely a very sweet moment, especially because it was at Braga or Stadio Axel. And uh, I, w- I just wish I could have seen Luis Vieira and uh, Salvador at the same time to see their faces. But that was super, super sweet. Uh, the Estado Municipal Braga is definitely un for, for sporting. I think we should move over there. We might be champions of Portugal if we move down there. Uh, <laughs> but it was very, very sweet to be able to celebrate in Braga, in Casa do Benfica B. Fucking sweet as hell.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, Chris, how about you? What are your opinions on the game?
2: Yeah, man, uh, I, I share a lot of uh, similar thoughts to Steph. Um as far as, you know, how the game played out. Uh, you know, neither team uh, you know, superimposed themselves on the game overall. Obviously sporting had better spells uh possession um in the first half, Porto had better spells uh, in the second half. Um neither team really carved out, you know, too many clear cut opportunities. Um so in that sense the game was pretty balanced. Um yeah, I mean, I, I will admit, as as I was watching that second half, you know, particularly the last twenty minutes, was getting a little, uh, you know, anxious, uncomfortable, because uh, you know it seemed like, you know, if someone was going to concede, it was us, because we were kind of packing it in, and, and they, were, uh, they were, they were they playing, you know, more freely. Um, uh, they they weren't really creating that many chances. They had a couple, um, but uh, you know, I, I was definitely nervous um, for sure. Um, And you know, once we conceded, I was um, very—I wasn't saying I was certain that we would lose. I just was gonna—I was just thinking that you know it would be be tough for us to turn it around because we hadn't really created anything offensively um, the whole half, and now we have you know ten minutes to score a goal, basically. Um, You know, but we 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 responded well. Um, uh, Funny enough, on the play that that led to the PK. Um, you know, the there was just a, a, a comedy of errors, uh, uh, in my opinion, from Porto. I mean, first off, it starts off with a, a, a shitty Jefferson cross. I don't know if it got deflected, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, the Porto defender, um, you know, he doesn't want to give up a corner, so he heads it back into a dangerous area. Um, and uh, Diaby gets there first, and Oliver Torres kicks him, and, you know, it's a PK. Um, half of me thought that they were gonna go look at that and not call a pK um, just because of the nature of the foul and it being the 91st minute and the var being subject to so much controversy already in the previous two games of this tournament um, in the semis so I, I was just gonna be like they're gonna they're gonna save themselves but i guess if you have two vars you can't Missed that one, it was pretty obvious. Gabby the got there first, and Oliver Torres cleans him out. So, I mean, he had to call the PK. And then, uh, Baz Dost, who by the way, took a horrible PK once again in the shootout, uh, he got very lucky. Um, I was like, the, This is, so he took three PKs this week, and two of them were horrible, but he's <laughs> two of them. Um, the, the best one was the most important one, in my opinion um and he he put it high and he he tucked it away i was i was nervous for sure um and then obviously it went to pk's again and uh we did our thing uh kawata's probably took the worst pk of the lot um but you know millie town definitely didn't earn any awards either with his um philippe missed as well um and renan came up with the save um so overall, I was very happy. It was fun to, because normally after the game ends on this, because I was watching on a stream, I, I just kept it going. And I watched, you know, the trophy presentation and, you know, the the festa on the field. And, you know, it, it was fun. And it was it was fun to watch that for like 45 minutes after the game. And it, it felt good to win a trophy, even if it's, you know, only the task of the liga or whatever. It, it's the type of tournament where if you lose it, you're like, fuck it. It's only the task of the league. I don't care. But when you win it, it feels pretty good, and you're like, yeah, you know, hey, we, we won a trophy, and uh, you know, we won the same trophy last year, um, and you know that ended, ended up being the only trophy that we won. Um, but I mean, it, it's definitely, it's definitely good to win the first trophy uh, of the year.
0: For sure, and just so I can piggyback off that, it, it's it's good because. Uh, especially for Spartan, because, you know, six months ago, not to say we didn't, we didn't think we'd not win this title or anything, but um, all the madness that happened to the club during um, in April or May or whenever it was with the attack and then everything after with all of the presidential elections and um, that sort of that middle ground, that middle space that we had just before that with Sosa Sintra and all of that um it, it it was nice to see the players you know with a smile on their face celebrating it was nice to see the fans celebrating i actually have um uh two they're not my cousins they're my cousins cousins and they were there and they sent me instagram pictures and and, and videos of them all celebrating all all drunk together and stuff like that <laughs> it was it was super nice to see all of that and the and the you know sort of have that happiness a bit come back to the club and uh, but yeah just like you said if we if we had not won this tournament it's whatever it's the toss of the league who cares but winning it gives us that extra confidence and hopefully this time unlike last year this time it it gives us that confidence and that you know that winning mentality and attitude to to push on and do more throughout the the year and uh my quick thoughts on the game i because you guys really hit the nail on the head i agree with you guys i think um i think it was really a game of two halves um as the cliche goes, I think Sporting definitely dominated the first half. Um, though, of course, Porto had their 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 opportunities or, or their moments in the first half, we'll say. Um, but then in the second half, of course, it was all it was all Porto. Uh, really, due to one, the substitution to Acuña. Um Reports are coming out that he was a bit injured. It wasn't just for the yellow card. So, fair play to Kaiser. You have to do what you have to do. You have to put in Jefferson. And then, of course, the freak the freakness of The only thing that will happen, it'll only happen to Spartan, I should say. Because, of course, André Pint breaks his nose, tries to fight through it. Okay, he can't. He's breathing through his mouth. Fair play. Subs off for Petrovic. Moments later, the exact same thing. Literally carbon copy. If I'm not mistaken, it was also Marega for both of them.
2: I could be wrong. I think it was Pereira.
0: Yeah. Okay, then.
2: For both nah, of them? Yeah, I, I broke two noses. Yeah, there I... you
0: go. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So fair like the, the, the odds. The <laughs> hey, you gotta win. How you gotta win, right? <laughs> fair play to them. But yeah, you know, like th- that's such a typical sporting thing that happened. is two broken noses in moments. Um, but again, fair play to, to to Petrovic. This guy is the most typical Serbian you will ever see, and I fucking love it. You know, broken nose, just carries on saying, "Hey, come Izola, come zola fucking that attitude is an attitude I love I know everybody can can rip him a new one and I've ripped him a new one in the past about his ability about him not really being that well on the ball though he's decent defensively and how he's not a sparting player but with that attitude to me that's a sparting player wanting to win no matter what having a fucking broken nose but still pulling through it because he knows that there's nobody on the bench that can replace him perfectly um so P- Petrovic, I know you're watching this because we're very famous. Uh, thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, and yeah, you know, like like Steph said, it was a frangu on 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 their goal. It was a penalty, a clear penalty on ours. I also like Chris, like you said. Um, I also think that I thought at least that uh, we weren't going to get that call uh, because something similar happened last year with with uh, Porto and Avs. And uh, and and that's really my only response to Porto fans are. Um, that are the ones that are crying about this penalty, at least, is you know, you guys cried about the one against Avj. You guys felt like you deserved the penalty then. And now that the referees do give that a penalty because it clearly is a penalty, now you're crying saying that it's not a penalty. To the fans that, to those fans that think that way, you guys have to decide what you want because, I mean, come on, there's clear contact whether he goes for the ball or not. In my eyes, intent has very little to do. If there's contact, there's contact. Boom! It's it's a penalty. So yeah,
1: and and that's the way it is. Actually, the rule is it doesn't matter if that's exactly. no or no intent for, for those uh, uh, individuals that uh, getting confused. So mm-hmm. it it was a clear kick to his leg. Nobody can deny that. You could see it on live TV from Portugal to US, Canada to China. Uh, so there's contact, like you said, it's a penalty. It doesn't matter exactly. I don't know no it. It's exactly kind of, that it intention matter.
0: argument I don't really like because nobody intends to clip yeah. some guy's ankles or any of that. You know what I mean? They're trying to win the ball, but they happen to fucking slide in too late or something like that. You know, like for an example. So that's what I'm saying. Intent doesn't really matter in, nope. in most circumstances. It doesn't matter. Um, no. And then yeah, then we went to penalty shootout or, or dust. You know, well fair play. Did the bet like Chris said the most important penalty? He he slid it away, which which was perfect. We could have snatched the result if Rafinha's ball had went in, um, mm-hmm. which was a great ball from Bruno Fernandes and great uh, 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 like a great run from Rafinha, a great sort of uh, combination between the two to be on the same wavelength. And then, you know, it we went straight to penalties, and uh, we were deserved winners. Fernan with another save in the penalty shootout. I think he's he he's gotten a lot of uh, a lot of stick or a lot of hate. Um, from from us fans and and I'm the first one to admit that I also give him hate and um truthfully my opinion on, on renan is that he's a good shot stopper but overall as a keeper he's still not a good keeper in my eyes good at distributing the ball not good at coming out for crosses not good at leaving his line uh but a good a great stop a shot stopper and at the moment that's really all we need because the defense the only thing that really happens is is we let shots go and then one on ones we're struggling with them but. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's my take on the game. Um, just a uh, quick question for both of you. Chris, I'll start off with you. Who's your man of the match? Uh,
2: for me? Um, uh, I, I think I'm going to skirt out of this question by giving it to our, our entire midfield trio. Uh, I thought Goodelli was excellent. Um, Bruno Fernandes. Uh, I mean, obviously, it wasn't the best game I've ever seen him play because he's had some 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 incredible performances. But he he was one of our best players, and uh, Wendell was also excellent. Um, uh, this was definitely probably Gudeli's best game uh, of those three because the other two have had some some great performances. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think I thought that midfield trio uh, was excellent.
0: Yeah, agreed. Both, agreed.
2: Both, both offensively in the first half and then uh, uh, defensively uh, in the second half when we were kind of had our backs up against the wall. Um, goodelli was actually uh, playing defense today.
0: Yeah. Yeah, agreed. And uh, Steph, how about you? What's your man of the match?
1: Uh, for me, it's uh, Renan, our goalie. Uh, he, could have, he could have easily caved in after he did that mess up, uh, and he didn't. Uh, he um, he stayed strong, and uh, then we scored uh, off the uh, penalty that Bajaz scored, and and in in PKs he was awesome, and uh, he could have easily caved in, and but he didn't. So khina, most definitely.
0: Yeah, fair. And uh, I, listen, <laughs> my love for him now goes no bounds. I'm gonna give it to Petrovic just because of the fucking <laughs> the broken nose playing on um uh yeah and this was also uh, a a big game for kaiser because uh obviously his first title for sporting but uh just after or just before the braga game he also lost uh, uh his father-in-law which uh you know for sure will affect anybody um so for him to still you know i don't think he uh the reports at least were that he didn't even make a, a single training session with the team prior to this uh game it was just his adjunct uh, so uh mm-hmm. you know it was nice for us to win for him and um, um, yeah, guys, give me your opinions on, um, you know, sort of, the, I know it's outside of football and, and, and we'll talk a bit more about the footy later on, but um, a bit about uh, your take on, on Porto's attitude um, during the win. Steph, I'll, I'll throw it to you first. What, what did you think about, uh, you know, obviously there was their goalkeeper coach throwing the, the medal to the fan, um, either Militel not going through the uh, guard, guard of honour to get their second place medal. Um, them not staying around for to see to you know at least see us lift the cup like traditionally it is. Uh, what are your thoughts, Steph?
1: Well, you know you can you can judge the, the the whole team or the whole institution because of a few individuals. For uh, sure, you know that's not the way I see football comport. But uh, you know I I understand like them leaving the pitch and not waiting for us to uh, lift the trophy. I understand that totally. I mean they just lost. I mean, why would you stay and see your opponent lifting your Fofi? I'm not, I'm not the kind of sportismo and all that baloney. If, if it hurts, it hurts, and I got to leave as soon as possible. I'm not going to just stay and, and be fake about it. So I understand that. Now, when it comes to, uh, to the, the assistant coach was he the assistant coach or was goalkeeper coach? Goalkeeper coach. To to his defense, I don't know what they what they said to him. I know as as professionals, you're supposed to be very cautious. But just imagine that somebody tries to grab your arm and calls you a son of a bitch, puta. You know, I don't know. He's. He, I know at the end of the day, he's the professional. He's the one who has to behave. I, I we'll never know what happened because there's no audio, no video about it. We only see him threatening somebody. But what was said for him to react that way? You know what I mean? I'm not portista. I'm sportingista. But, uh, you know, it's uh, let's, let's look at the whole story. It's just like that event with the uh, Indian and the, the kid in the United States. Uh, the first picture, they thought it was the kid just because he had a head that said, let make America great game. again.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So so let's not jump to conclusions. For, to me, it's he shouldn't have done what he did because he's a professional, but at the same time, he's still a human being. And us fans, sometimes we, we we see some nasty stuff to, to, to these players and coaching staff, and I, I don't think they should take it all the time. Uh, but besides that, I mean, Porter didn't want to stay. They wanted to leave. It's their prerogative. I agree with Luis Felipe. Uh, they just lost. Why would you want them to stay? And, you know, they, they felt like miserable. They felt like they should have won because they felt like they played better. Uh, but I don't condemn them from, from leaving the pitch and not waiting for the ceremony to take place. I wouldn't stay, to tell the truth. I wouldn't, too. I would leave, too. So there it
0: is. Fair enough. And Chris, do you have any thoughts on this as well?
2: Um, yeah, I mean... It's just, I mean, just run in the mill poor sportsmanship. Uh, I don't really care because if this was the other way around, like Steph, I, I wouldn't care. Uh, yeah, I mean, one of the quotes was, I think it was so he said, they don't need our help to lift the trophy. Yeah, uh, it's true. They don't need our help to lift the trophy. I mean, I don't really care. Uh, about that um you know the the worst one for me is the uh is the assistant coach uh trying to hit a sporting fan with his medal because uh, that's something that you know the you can actually be punished for and you know i expect him to receive a a ban of some sort uh, a suspension of some sort because i mean you, you can't be doing that you can go to the locker room uh, you can't try to hit people with your medal that's it's a bit that's like that's assault i mean or attempted assault because i don't know if he actually got him because the cop kind of grabbed him before uh, anything could really happen um but at the very least
1: it's uh attempted assault so the thing the thing is the, the whole thing the whole i hate the whole setup it's 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 designed for something like that to happen because walking the, the, through the fans yeah the crowd is right on top of the mm-hmm. coaching staff and the players I mean, imagine if there's a lunatic with a knife or whatever, and doesn't really mm. like somebody. I mean, I don't know. It's too close. I don't know.
2: Yeah, especially mm-hmm. since, because no matter what happens, because the uh, the the platform was on was on the sporting side. Uh, so I mean, if 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 Porto won, they would have had to go up through the sporting fans. So I mean, or if it was on the other side and. Uh, sporting one and they had to go up through the, through the porto fans i mean there's no way for for that situation to you know end positively i think that that doesn't happen more because in the Tasa of the portugal it's the same thing at, at the Júmor. but that center area where the stage is it's mostly like uh, business people and media it's not like uh, crazy fans that you're walking through you're walking through like uh staff and media and stuff so no one's that never really happens, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, uh, unavoidable. And I mean, at the same time, how many, how many sporting fans were yelling that mean things at the Porto players? I mean, what, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? Uh, is he going to go into the stands and fight 10,000 fans with his fucking metal? Like, just yeah. plug your ears, walk down and go to the locker room man. take it on the chin. Uh, it, there's nothing positive to happen from you trying to take swings at people in the crowd, you know? And the same thing would have gone for players, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, hey, we all know fan, some fans take it too far. Some fans are idiots. Like, mm-hmm. as a professional, you should already be aware of that and, and uh, especially not retaliate the way he did. If you want to wait and, like, I don't know, yell at him back or something, like, I, I still don't... I, I, I get what you're saying, Steph. and I do because the fan has to take accountability as well for sure. but the the coach could have he could he s- stopped walking like he had passed stopped, walked back, and then threw his medal. Uh, come on man, just just keep it moving. Keep it moving. I don't get it. I don't get it. but um yeah, and I'll agree with with Steph and even partially with Chris. Uh, I don't care that they didn't stop to celebrate. I mean it is poor sportsmanship. I uh, have some class about you, um, but uh, but uh, you know I, I'm also i also sympathize with Porto in a way that uh, I probably wouldn't want to be there either. I I, I would have t- turned off the stream had Porto won. I wouldn't have watched their their oh, celebration. Uh, you uh, know yeah. what I mean? I mean, and and Sergio <laughs> <laughs> so. Conceição he he had a point at the press conference. He said uh, um, something along the lines of "It was not considering like they don't need our help to lift up the cup," and you know, a fair play, I, I get that um you know it's it's just for a team that complained about uh and rightfully complained about winning the the stadium at uh, the Stade de luge turning on the sprinklers and all of that you think they'd then show the example of how to win or how to lose with class and respect you know what i mean um but i can care less that they're not there my only thing was uh the, this goalkeeper coach or the institution um one or the other has to be fined for because throwing metal like like you said chris that's assault that that shouldn't that shouldn't run you know what i mean that that shouldn't be tolerated let um, me ask
1: you let me ask you something really fast. for sure to both of you now let's let's uh let's flip it okay so shit, i lost my my thought chain of, uh, <laughs> of thought <laughs> uh about maybe yeah, the the I, no, no, back, I'm trying to think back. of what
0: you're thinking of, like the the staying around and watching them, or no, no, go ahead. The metal I don't know. I I don't really much have that much else to say.
1: <laughs> no, um,
0: no. What can we talk oh, about? Oh,
1: okay, I got, I got, it, I got. It. Um, go for it. So, so this this whole thing was created by the media. You realize that? Oh,
0: for sure. Well, what do you mean?
1: I'm I'm sure that. It, you and Chris and myself, when we when we were watching Sporting, uh, Porto going up, getting the medals, then Sporting was next, and they left, we didn't even give a shit because we were focusing on Sporting, and then the media is the one who reminded everyone, oh, do you think it was, it was uh, appropriated for Porto to leave and not waiting for Sporting to lift the cup? It was the media that created something of out of nothing, because most of us couldn't give two shits now we're giving our opinion because the media created that stigma but before that if you go back and you think about it when sporting was going up getting the gold medal and getting the trophy us fans we didn't care
0: i i tweeted it's way to keep it classy porto I didn't care that they left personally. Uh, but I thought meeting, when yeah. I seen them after leave, the I meeting seen the, I seen the images. I seen, I thought, why the fuck are you guys leaving? Just
1: fucking. I remember them. Stay leaving, there, so. you know what
0: I mean? Yeah. yeah I like mean, I, I, I mean, seen I, the images. I, I, For I remember sure, it,
1: I'm I'm from the so north. I'm from the north of Portugal, so that of the zona da verde, you can the And you know, we don't take things lightly when we lose. You know, I don't, I don't care what people say no that's not me either I wouldn't stay even if the coach said you gotta stay if we come you know I don't care. I don't care about sportsmanship my sportsmanship is to, to tell you I don't feel comfortable staying because we just lost I just want to go and maybe cry about it and, and scream or release my stress in some other way.
0: I get that stuff. I I do. And like, like I said, I don't give a fuck that they didn't stay. I mean, I, I, it would have been the right thing to do if you want to, you know, talk about a respectful way of losing. But uh, like Zay here on the, on the chat, he, he he mentioned, and he has a, in my opinion, he has a great point. Players watch uh, trophy, trophy lifting for the world cup champions league. You think for a league cup, like who? It's the League Cup. Like they even call it the Tasa de Miju or whatever, right? Why the fuck aren't you staying? Like, it even goes on to say, um, uh, it's all about respect and the pain of of losing the final to never go through it again. Like, you'd think you know, especially Sergio Cuadrosi Song as a as a player, he would he would understand these things and be like, no, guys, fucking watch this. So next year we're back here in the final, winning it. You know what I mean? It, I, that's my take on it and says take to be to be fair i'm reading his comments so thank you Z. I um, i get
1: it i get it yeah. but the same, at the same time i get porto too you know no for
0: sure i agree yeah. with you too i i get yeah. i get the uh the, them wanting to leave but at the same time it's like you know you could have had some bit more
1: uh it, to,
0: to you. But... to me
1: the message they sent it was too painful for them and i get yeah. that you know i fair. mean it would have been great if they stayed but for for what to me Sporting Lisbon makes no no difference that they stayed or not stayed. To me the victory was uh, against Aureliás and uh, Salvador, especially mm-hmm. c- celebrating yeah. at the Braga stadium for the second year in a row, knowing that that president hates us, hates us. will do everything to diminish Sporting. It was it was a, a, a so severo so uma febre. Um pedaço de pão com queijo com um copo de Ah, my
0: favorite thing was uh, it seemed uh, like people were all like, Oh, move the stadium to Braga. We've won more, we've won two trophies at Braga Stadium. Braga's only won three, and shit like that. That was really good. I like that.
1: You know what um, pisses me off about Braga because if you notice their name, it's it's Sporting Clube de Braga,
2: mm-hmm. and it,
1: we are Sporting Clube de Portugal. Braga was one of our affiliates, and they switched to Bifica for whatever fucking motive. Bad, bad taste on their part. But yeah. they'll never, never will gain my respect because their fans, they still dual fans. They're friends of Braga and still of Befica, most of their fans. It's not like Guimarães. If you look at Guimarães, most of their fans are only Guimarães fans. That's why I have little or no respect for Braga at all whatsoever until they under the wing of bfifica and they depend on them for whatever fucking motive and that that was shown when konvarne paid the stories they'll never never will earn my respect never cuz they 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 a uh, satellite of Befica that's it Fair enough um
0: anyways guys i don't know what what do you guys have anything more to say about this game uh the football itself like how did you guys find uh, how sparking played um, I know it, it was sort of mixed up but especially in the first half Chris I'll throw it to you
2: um yeah I mean it, it left me with some good impressions um you know I definitely thought we could have scored um we were I mean we didn't you know carve out s- so many clear-cut chances um, but it definitely seemed like we were closer to scoring and my confidence was definitely high. Uh, going into that second half because I felt like we were closer to scoring than they were. Um, and uh, you know it, it was it was not so dissimilar from uh, our game a couple of weeks ago um, where we tied zero zero. Um, just the the way that it was played, um, you know, it was, like, a smart attacking, but overall pretty cautious from both sides. Um, and then by the end, um, we were definitely just, you know, settling uh, for the PK shootout, and we were forced to kind of come out and play the last 10 minutes. Um, and it would have been awesome to, to not even have to go to PKs if Refinga would have scored there, which, yeah. by the way, was a corner kick. Uh, they gave them a goal kick.
1: Yeah, which was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. yeah was ridiculous. To yeah, red point. Yeah, the the Portugal touched the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Even the Benfica commentators admitted that.
0: <laughs> yeah, but not, to, not not for nothing. I think uh this Benfica hate for Porto has gone up like an incredible level. Every Benfica that I see on Twitter seems like they love Spartan now and just hate Porto nah, don't,
1: don't <laughs> That's fooled. what it seems like. <laughs> after, after today's game, keep uh, Patins, they hit us back again. Yeah, you know? that's a good Next point.
2: Next weekend, they'll change their minds too. That's a on. great point, especially cry, when man. we
1: beat them twice. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steph, I'll, I'll throw the same question to you and, and just uh, you guys can chip in with any um, any lingering thoughts or last-minute thoughts about the game before we go on to uh, other matters. So well, how did you feel we, we played as a whole, Steph?
1: Well, the, this trophy is gaining ground and it, it's uh, becoming a very important trophy. We, we had the four, the four best teams of the Portuguese league uh, in the final four. Um, and uh, it's becoming a relevant uh, competition. Uh, and one of the um, journalists actually popped a question to uh, Proença, the president of uh, the, the Liga, which I thought it was a very important question, which was, one, is this competition... Will be given a spot to uh, Liga Europa, and that's important because the day that happens, that competition will gain will even gain more relevance. Um, and uh, you know, it's an official competition. We have we have two in a row. Porto has none. Then you have uh, Benfica with seven because for some fucking reason, they they won that trophy uh, several times. Well, and several times it was given to them. Like the second edition, um, we they robbed us. But anyway, you know, uh, it's it's a good competition now. Sporting, if they play the same way they played the first forty-five minutes against Football Club Porto, will be champion of Portugal. I have no doubts in my mind. But we have to be more consistent. We lack of consistency. We 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 played an amazing forty-five minutes against Football Club Porto. If we able to pull that stunt from now on. I have no doubt we'll have a great season in the Liga NOS, in the Liga Europa, and in the Taza Portugal. But we have to be more consistent. The only thing that's going to hurt us, we don't have a deep team. And it was shown yeah. on the second half against Futebol Porto. we don't have a good number six. Gudeli, So people know, he's not a number six. He's actually a number eight. Uh, Is agree, it? yeah. Yeah, he adapted to number six. He's been adapting to number six. And he's doing OK, but we can't compare him to William Carvalho. William Carvalho was was five times better. I would say 10 times, but five times better. Maybe Dumbia is the solution, but uh, who's going to be Dumbia's backup? You, you know what I mean? It's like uh, we need a team that uh, Kaiser. Let's not forget this is not Kaiser's team. It is now, of course, because he's the coach. And he's coaching them but he didn't pick the whole team. He's kind of picking a few players now the scouting department and get this guy, this guy to make a difference for the remaining of the season and so on. We shipped away uh, Mizzic, uh, uh, uh We got back Chico. We got back, um, who else did we get back? Some, some, some phenomenal players. And now he has to put everything back together and do a better rotation. Uh, so we can last longer and, and better results and fresh legs and a fresh team to compete because we still have the whole second half of, of Liga Uh We still have uh, two games against Mifica, Patasa Portugal, and we still have Liga Europa contra Villa Real. So who still, horrible, lost again. Yeah.
2: Weekend.
1: Yeah, and then watch us play against them. And, and they're going to have the, the performance of their lives. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, if we not if we not ready mentally and physically and, yeah. and and against Porto we were in the first half and I want to see more of that that's all.
0: Yeah, agreed. And uh, I think your um, th- that transitions perfectly well to w- your comment with lack of depth uh, with one of my questions. Um, so next game is obviously against Stuba. Um, it's likely that Pinto and Petrovic won't play. I mean, they just suffered a broken nose. I think at least mm-hmm. two weeks. Um Mathieu as well, he's kind of injured. And then Gudeli is suspended. I think Chris may have tweeted this question. That's yeah, why I'm yeah. poking it from you. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So Chris, I'll throw it out to you. Who should be um Quatt- um center back partner for, for this game against Duval? You
2: know, now that uh, it just got mentioned um by by Steph, not not directly, but the player, um, you know, obviously whoever is put in this spot is gonna be uh uh you know uh, a band aid it's gonna be someone who hasn't played that much and it's likely going to be someone that isn't even a center back predominantly um you know what did you got what would you guys think about Dumbia uh at center back that's um, a good
0: that's a good point. I've I mean, never seen him play to be fair yet. I've but never that's seen a good him play show. Either,
2: but he's a big body. Yeah
0: that's um, a great show. Defensive
2: minded uh I mean well <laughs> who else? We literally have no one else. Yeah. Um Goudelli probably would have been the, a stretch of a solution, uh, anyways, which is likely what would have happened. But I mean, Goodelli isn't even available. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you can go with an under twenty three guy. Um, I mean, th- it's funny enough. Like this, this would have been Jello's chance. Um, yeah, the guy who's crying or complaining he's not appreciated enough. Um, so he can go sit on the bench for AC Milan if that's what he really wants to do. If he even um, but, cracks the bench, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he would have played, I think, which is uh, just just shows, um, you know, what, what bad advice a lot of these guys are getting, um, especially some of our players in our academy. Um, I, I mean, Bruno Page maybe, um, Miguel Louise. I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of options. Three at the back is also uh, an option, I suppose. Um, I mean, because last year, you know, I I would have thought, you know, um, you know, p- maybe Pacini could have stood in at center back just because of his size and aerial ability. But I mean, I don't really feel that comfortable with uh, uh, uh Ristovsky or Gaspar yeah. playing uh, center back. So, I mean, very interesting to see uh, how that plays out. Um, yeah because you don't want to force matthew back early and risk him you know, getting injured further um if he's not ready you know
0: yeah agreed agreed and uh steph how about you well, who do you think should be uh, Klata's, uh, partner in uh in stubal
1: well that's it's going to be very interesting uh yeah because like you said we don't have petrovic we don't i know we we in deep shit, really uh, so we're going to have to go to the under-23 team. I mean, uh, they, they have uh, they have a couple interesting um, I- individuals. Um, and, and we also have... have a game
2: on Tuesday, I might add, which would be the day before we play. So we will have to decide which of these guys we want to play center yeah. back potentially because if they all play normally on Tuesday, then we're fucked because then none of them are an option to play the next day, you know? No,
1: that's no. a good point yeah they'll have to make the move before uh, wherever they decide to pull away from the under 23 and um, way in advance so yeah we uh, I, I have no clue i mean we it, knowing sporting being cautious they they will get they pro, they'll promote someone from the under 23 team someone that's that plays the center back position uh full time uh, we don't have too many options i mean who else i mean Udumbia, he just got into sporting. Uh, we're <laughs> yeah. asking him not to play his position as number six, not to play centre back. I mean, they could test it, but we're playing Stubbel. I believe it's Wednesday. Yes, yeah, correct. So, so away at Stubal. At Stubbel, mm-hmm. historically very Trouble. tough for us. Yeah, Ex- exactly. I so, mean,
0: they don't have a Dingu now, but still very
1: troublesome for us so so to tell you the truth it's it's gonna have to be it's gonna have to be the shana back from the under 23 without any doubt which one i don't know because looking at the the roster um he's gone and then um also was loaned out if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah and We sold, uh, sold, sold them yeah we sold him exactly, yeah. yeah. And then who, Juan Silva? I think he's a center back. So, it, it and they they're doing pretty good actually at the under 23. So, so they uh they won the last game they played. So, yeah, that's it. It's going to be somebody from the under 23 team. Uh, and uh, that's it. That's all I got.
0: Yeah, um, my two cents, I think. I, I was convinced maybe Kadoj from the under twenty three team. He's he's been doing pretty well, especially under the um, this new coach uh, that we got from Isturio's under twenty three. Uh, Chris, you mentioned Dumbia, and I, I I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that way now. I'm thinking it might be a baptism of fire. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. debut playing outside your position, but you know, if he if he if he does a job there, then you know he might be our guy. Um, because we
2: still only have three center backs. At- Anyways. Right. That's Rovic as in a center back. But at the same
0: time uh, again Gudeli's out so maybe Dumbia is going to come in for that CDM spot, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. So, it's tough, man. I'm I'm stressing about this. I don't even know how Kaiser feels. <laughs> um hopefully I mean, I'm with you. Hopefully we don't rush Matsu back, but hopefully he, he'll be ready by then and then we won't have this headache, but um but yeah, if, if we're going to under 23s, I think uh I think it will be the Kadosh kid. Uh, he's done well he did well in cologne when he was there um so um uh, why not give him a try and you know as we've seen earlier Ke- uh, earlier in the season kaiser does like playing his youth players um and bruno page i also forgot about bruno page just now bruno page is fucking amazing i love the kid uh, i've seen him play i've seen him play right back i've seen him play center mid center defensive mid he, he can probably play no- center
1: back he's a number six though you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah, he's a number six for sure, but I've seen him play as a number eight. I've seen him play as a right back. Ele um, um, how do you say it? Uh, oh, uh polyvalent. Yeah, exactly. He's one of those. So um who knows? Maybe they maybe they can. Lauren Jenks in uh, in our comments are saying put Salen at center back. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. <laughs> she also mentioned Demiral. Dot that dot. Oh wait. Oh, so, uh, I know. I mean, so many good options we could have had, like you know, Jalo, like Chris mentioned, even I- even okay. Fair enough. Even Neil needed the minutes and needed the first team minutes. But I as know, a fourth but, center but, back, we could
1: have had him. I agree. But so then, so then you should have kept Marcelo. So yeah. why why, yeah. why why pull the trigger so fast and you sold him to the MLS Chicago Fire and yeah. now we don't have a uh, we we have to rely on the under twenty three and. Uh, I'm going to uh, get yeah.
2: Marcelo's autograph when he comes to Philly. Me too. When he comes to Toronto, I'm getting it too.
1: <laughs> with, that, with that sporting jersey on. Oh, for sure.
2: I don't know if I wanted his signature on the jersey. Yeah. Maybe a t-shirt.
1: <laughs> Fair play. He's only had like two games well, for us anyways. <laughs> when, uh,
2: when Montero uh, came to uh, – well, I was working at the Revolution uh, two summers ago. And Montero came with the white caps. Uh, I was looking right. for him, but I, I couldn't find him. That's someone I would have had sign a jersey. Not about Mar- Marcelo. That's not. Uh, he's. I mean, he's, he's a sporting player, but he's not. He's not on Montero's level as far as for sure. know, like a Club hero. Uh,
0: unfortunately, the Vancouver Whitecaps didn't come to Toronto last season, so I couldn't see him. Those Dang. bastards. Those <laughs> bastards. Anyways, um, moving on. Uh, we had. We did have some some transfer activity um i mean we already gave in our two cents sort of but um quickly again uh, just to sort of re-emphasize um steph I'll, I'll throw you a player then i'll throw uh chris a player um steph i'll give you jalo because chris already sort of gave in his two cents about jalo so what did you think what do you think about this jello move to ac milan
1: oh yeah the, it, no doubt it's all about the money show me the money they showed him the money and he's leaving he's a greedy player that's a, he came up with uh with a statement saying uh, um, I've been in this club for six years. I've learned a lot, and I, I'll keep it close to my heart. And uh, pl- I know people will hate me for what I'm doing, but you know I'm doing this because I didn't feel that Spartan paid much attention to me, which is bullshit. Spartan always gave him a lot of attention. Uh, and of course, a little bit, he said, a little bit of it is because of the money. How about uh, telling us the truth and telling us it's all about the money. Show me the money. Remember that <laughs> movie? Show me the money. So yeah. Tiago Jalos should watch that movie again. Show me the money. He's a greedy player. He's not going to go far in life. Uh, he's he's going to be like Zed Turbo, or one of those great players like Bruma. He went to, so far, Like he's been to 20 teams. Um, and Lori now he wants. he's begging to come back to Sporting after he went to... Team A, B, C, D, and he's not that great of a center back, so it's going to be the same thing with this kid. Uh, we we're paying attention to him now, but give it a couple of years, no one will remember him.
0: Fair enough. And uh, Chris, uh, Kiki going to uh, Troyes in um, in France. What are your thoughts about that?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean it's not. I mean I don't know how many opportunities there would have been. Uh, for him at Sporting. Uh, that team is a uh, second-division team uh, in France. I mean, it's not like he's he's forcing his... Like, Laurie originally forced his way out to get to Liverpool, Yeah. Uh, which, if you think about it now, the guy would have never made it at Liverpool. <laughs> no, he's barely making it at Reading, you know? Who are in the drop zone of the championship. So, yeah. I mean, he isn't exactly world-class. Uh, but, yeah, I mean... I'm not not as as sad about um, Kiki because, I mean, uh, I don't think he forced his way out. I think it was more of, um, you know, he he just wanted the opportunity to play, uh, you know, fully professional more, not so much as, you know, the under-23, which is, you know, pretty much a B team at this point. Um, So, I mean, I I can't fault him. And Sporting probably said, all right, you know, they're giving us – I bet it was at probably in the range of, like, uh, 300K, something like that. Nothing crazy. Uh, But Sporting took the money. And, I mean, I don't think he probably would have ever ended up playing for Sporting that much uh, unless something crazy happened like yeah. what's happening right now at center back? <laughs> <laughs> Something crazy happened,
0: like right now. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I I liked Kiki, but yeah, I I'm with you. At best, he would have been like our fourth, third choice center back. So um, yeah. Anyways, um, that's oh no, sorry. And then uh, last transfer rumor. Um, I'll throw it off to Steph before I throw it off to Chris. Uh, Steph, are you with us? Actually, you're still with us. Right? Yes. Okay. Uh, cool. yeah, yeah. Um. We, uh, Christian Borja from, from Toluca, looks pretty much done. Uh, they set a press conference uh, saying that he's coming to Europe. And uh, I'm pretty sure, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure they mentioned Spartan. I could be wrong, though, but I'm almost certain they did. Um, I'll read off some stats really quickly. Um, damn it, the page is gone. Uh, of his Apertura season at Toluca. A uh, because he did score a banger uh, against uh, Monterey possibly i don't remember I uh, can't, can't. it should be i don't know yeah i can't remember now either doesn't show but he finished the season off um with 19 goal oh this is consider. this is also including the Clausura. so 19 games um with one assist three yellow cards only at, at left back which uh to us is like amazing because like, Aquina gets a yellow card every game <laughs> um <laughs> steph what are your thoughts on on this move and then of course with Aquina going out
1: well, uh, Acuna going out—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's bad news. But any 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 team in Portugal needs to sell to uh, to stay alive, uh, to survive. I mean, um, that's the name of the game. If if you can get a good deal, you have to you have to uh, to to cash it out. Uh, you know, it's a lot of money, and uh, you know, I hate to say it, I love Acuna. He gives it all, all the time, uh, but. Twenty million dollars or eighteen plus two. I think that's what Vodantas wants, and uh, I think Zenit wants sixteen plus four. So it's a it's a game of numbers now, crunching numbers. Uh, but whatever it is, they want they want twenty millions out of him. Um, and uh, I don't know much about the Colombian at all. Only stats. I mean, I went to Google him, and just like you said, that's how much I know about him. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie and say, "Oh yeah, I watch X amount of games." No, I don't watch the Mexican League whatsoever. To me, it's not attractive. So, well, I don't. I don't even know much of their teams. Uh, I know there's Cruz Azul, Pachuca, it's team like like with funny names. But <laughs> seriously, I don't watch the Mexican League. Um, so, it looks like he's going to be a good player, and I hope so. I mean, we have a scouting department, so we have to trust them, and uh, Kaiser gave them the blessing so so let's see what this kid is uh let's see what christian's got for sporting fans
0: agreed and uh chris i'll I'll throw it off to you same same question
2: yeah uh yeah i feel similarly and by the way steph just mentioned cruz azul uh Stephen eustaquino tore his acl today yeah so that's that's devastating his second appearance uh he's done for the year um so that sucks um Sucks for him. uh, Sucks for them. uh, Unfortunate. Um, But, yeah, going back to Borja, yeah, I mean, he definitely seems like a a great option um, at left back. Um, You know, um, Acuna was sort of a utility-type player anyways. Um, I, I necessarily don't even think that left back is his best position. I think he's a better winger anyways. He just kind of has been forced to play left-back more because we don't have anyone else and we don't want to play Jefferson every single game because for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. So it, it, it would be, I mean, there's no guarantees that he's going to pan out. Um, it is a, a jump um, uh, competitiveness-wise to go from Liga MX um, to the Portuguese League, obviously. Um so he'll have to adapt. He'll have to move across the Atlantic uh, and live in Portugal. So, th- so there are things that have to happen. Um, but, you know, I definitely hope he gets his feet under him quickly so that he can start playing. Um, because one thing that always has frustrated me about players that come to Sporting as opposed to other teams in Portugal is they come and then they they it for like two months before they ever make an appearance. Uh, guys go to Benfica or Porto and they're in the next the next game, you know. It's annoying, almost, that a lot of our transfers, they don't even play. Like, Geralds and Dumbia both haven't played yet, and Luis Felipe has played, like, 65 minutes total. um. So, I mean, it's kind of uh, annoying sometimes. Um, I mean, uh, Fernando Andrade, the guy who scored against us for Porto, I mean, he came from mm-hmm. Santa Clara, and he's already came in in two, two different games. um. So I mean uh, I just want him to to get in there quickly and, and hopefully make a difference
0: yeah, agreed, agreed and um, hey the only thing I'll say about this is traditionally, which is a good thing is if history tells us anything at least Colombians tend to do well in, in uh, not even in, in sporting, but in Portugal in general if you look at if you look at uh, Porto, they found, it looked like they found like a, a gold mine with all of their Colombians in in the past like Jackson and and um james and Falcon and then with us you know we had Teo Montero uh one more that i'm forgetting um so you know hopefully hopefully he he goes after um he goes after his uh his predecessors in terms of colombians at least oh
2: Teo Teo Gutierrez is colombian as well
0: yeah 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 Teo. i think i said him if not then that's who i meant as well Teo um, anyways, let's go on to the Twitter questions before we wrap this up. Um, let me pull them up here because they want away.
2: Uh, one sec, guys. So, oh, I really thought, I thought you were talking about you I remember him, no, uh, for like uh, or mid 2000s. Um, I don't know if he was uh, Colombian,
0: I don't know, I don't, I'm not even remembering the player right now, to be honest with you, but uh. But hey, if he's hey, cl- was he good? Does it, does it go on to my point? I remember he
2: scored a hat-trick in one game.
0: Boom, so it goes on to my point. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> uh, where the fuck
1: is it? Oh, there it is. So Sorry, the, Steph, the center, you were going to say something? Yeah, the center backs we have now available, it's Juan Silva in the mm. under-23. Mm-hmm. Juan Silva, uh, Juan Quiroz, like you said, and Juan Goulart. A lot of shit. Yeah, so that's and that's all we have, and there's a Juan, Ricilio, Ricilio Eli. I don't even know if he's still there, uh, but that's all we have, yeah. So, and the ones they played last game, uh, against uh, Bull was juan Quiroz and uh, João Silva, so yeah. that's it, yeah. yeah. Oh, and one thing on
0: Borja that I wanted to mention um just quickly it doesn't really mean much but um it seemed like the toluca fans on twitter at least seemed upset about the move and were sad to see him go i mean they did a press conference with the kid you know so uh i mean that's that's somewhat of a positive sign we can get like steph said i don't watch much of league Mekis anymore either um i don't know if you do chris at all or not so, really yeah so uh you know the limited knowledge we have is just from stats and maybe other fans opinions and at least for the most part, it seems like Toluca fans are, are upset about that, which is only good for us. So, um, yeah, hopefully it pans out. Uh, anyways, first question comes from uh, Christophe Christoph Vell, sorry, on Twitter, which is uh, C-R-I-S-T-0, V-A-0. Um, he asks, which trophy should Spartan focus on now? Uh, st- st- I'll actually ask both of you. So, Steph, I'll ask you what's your opinion. Um, all of them.
2: Mm. Power move. I like that one. How about you, Chris? Um, I mean, obviously, you have to keep playing the league games. Um, but I think that you can obviously pursue uh, going far in the other two competitions without just making a sacrifice um, in the league. Um, you know, Europa League uh, is on Thursdays. Um yeah. So, I mean, if you play a game on Sunday, I mean, it's not like you have to, you get benefit that much by resting players on Saturday, five days before, you know. Uh, if anything, it's the games that come afterwards in the next weekend that are more affected. Um, but, yeah, I mean, two, two games against Benfica, one in, uh, next week and one in April. I mean, I don't think you have to sacrifice too much to be competitive in those games. Um, and, you know, who knows how far we'll go in the Europa League. Uh, but, you know, I mean, we're, we're sh- we just have to keep competing in the league uh, and, you know, hopefully we're, we're not even – we're not dependent in, on ourselves anymore. So we just have to keep playing for results and, you know, see how the others do and, uh, you know, reevaluate kind of uh, every couple weeks, uh, you, know, you know, what our chances are. Obviously, if we're 12 points back in the league and we have a Europa League semifinal, then, you know, you rest people who gives a shit anymore. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, at the same point, even if we're not champions – Pushing for second place is still important as well to get into the Champions League. So it's all situational and uh, what the table looks like now might not be what it looks like in two months. Um, so as of right now, you got to keep pushing on all fronts. Agreed. I 100% agree with you there. Um, next
0: question comes in from Sporting CPU, uh, youth at uh, Sporting CPY on Twitter. Um, it's a three-part question, so I'll ask Steph this first one um actually i'll just did you look at did you look the game yesterday at home oh did you watch the game at home i'll ask both of you guys that where'd you guys watch the game yesterday home home same um we're really shit you know that that uh the chat that says uh say <laughs> put no fico en casa but us immigrants we stay at home to watch the game how much of a choice <laughs> yeah i know for sure but <laughs> um he also asks uh do you think we need to buy more players in the winter transfer market? And if yes, which players should we buy? Or I'll say, which positions should we buy? Uh, so Steph, I'll, I'll, I'll start off with you. What do you think?
1: Well, we need uh, we need a brand new team. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, that's good for the summertime for that. But we definitely need a uh, uh, number six. Maybe Doombie is the answer. Uh, and uh, now, as we can see, we need a center back. Um, It seems like if we get uh, Borja, which he should be signing, uh, assuming that because this was the week and he didn't sign the contract yet, maybe by tomorrow he'll sign the contract. And then maybe Kevin will sign it too. But then we have Thierry in the under-23. I like him. Um, So I would say now immediately I would go for a striker. Another striker. Yes, you heard me correctly. Mm-hmm. a center back and um and a number six a six assuming that we don't sell anybody else because yeah. if we if we sell vitovsky now we're talking about right yeah, back yeah. if we sell basdost let's say what the fuck knows then we need another striker we got we just got luis flip so there it is uh me personally i think we really need a center back a number six and a striker. Yeah, and uh, Chris, what about you?
2: Yeah, I would, I would take another, um, another CDM for sure. Um, yeah, another center back for sure because, as you can see, we have absolutely no depth in the position. Uh, and a goalkeeper, um, like a project goalkeeper, um, to kind of develop right now. Um, I mean, I guess we to, I'd take another striker. Um, but we do have th- three as opposed to two now. Um, so that's good because we normally have two or you know, more like one and a half usually. Um, so it feels good to have a th- three right now. Um, but I mean, yeah, we're, we're pretty set otherwise.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you guys. I think we, I mean, depending on how this Doombia kid does, but I, I, I'd agree we need another six. Um, if if the Borja rumor is true, then that's or it seems all but true. So I think left back for this season at least is is done. Maybe next season we could look into bringing another one for backup, uh, because Jefferson, as good as he may have done yesterday, Corona put him on skates. Um, but anyways, maybe another left back next season. For now, he'll he'll do a job. Um, I agree with Steph. Another striker. I think Portuguese teams as we seen from the trends of the last few champions need at least three solid strikers uh if not more and um and yeah another center back uh, <laughs> i wasn't a, i'm not a big fan of elotti coming back not because of any past uh things he might have done but simply because uh like we mentioned i i just don't think he's good enough but uh with this crisis i'll take him on a one-day cro- uh, contract to be honest, um, not even, that. <laughs> not even
1: fit. No, fair enough. <laughs> he, 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 he forced his way out. He, he he's the yeah. one who said, like Thiago Silva. I don't forget players like that. You know, I don't. Yeah, I no. know. Especially There's some there's ahead, certain players I, I, never want to see in my club. Like William Carvalho, I don't want to see him. Thiago Silva, I don't want to see him. Um Lodi, I don't want to see him. Justin Martins, fuck no. <laughs> uh, for yeah. this, he can go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> You know, all these players that shit on on sporting can go, all of them go fuck themselves.
2: It's funny because they leave and it's, like, pretty objective that their careers get worse and they do not learn. None of them. Those ahead of them. Yeah. Nelson will never play for Portugal again. He's shit. I won't say again,
0: but he'll never be an important player. No. Never.
1: Never. He he went for McLeod, though, his final foot titles. He went to another club. That was—it's a good club, but you know, they—they—they they, uh, they, in Spain, they're fighting for third position all the time. Once in a while, they win the title. And I yeah. went to Monaco, fighting to stay alive in the in the French league. Yeah, yeah. they fair, they
0: And listen, and maybe in a few years, if he cont- continues the um George Mens carousel, maybe we'll see him at Real or Wolves in um. Milwaukee you know what i have a feeling i have a feeling in the summer he's going to wolves (laughs) and then he's not going to make it in england and then that's it bye-bye
2: then it's real
0: oh
1: you know you know where he's going he's going Mm. then with george josh to ali allah Allah, Allah.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: apparently he got sacked i don't know if that's true or not but i was reading yesterday he got fired oh it's fake okay then yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 no No. fair enough then i don't know if you saw danny but Giovinco's linked to al hilal
0: i know i saw they're not you know, they're not taking my boy i'll I'll, <laughs> fucking, I'll find him and hold on to him they're not le- he's not leaving you know you know
1: <laughs> plays with him Carrillo.
0: yeah i know could um uh Bata, whatever his first name Gomes, uh the yeah. french striker from he used to play for swansea Yep. Yeah. uh and uh carlos and- eduardo who used to be from porto and Jelson Martins in a couple of months. And Jelson Martins in a couple of months. Uh, the last question comes in from uh, our boy Kevin over at the UK. <laughs> Shout out to you, Kevin. Uh, follow him at Kev1NArouge6 on Twitter. Um, he asks, how did you all celebrate after your yesterday's win and who are your favorite players at Sporting at the moment? Uh, Steph, I'll, I'll, I'll throw it off to you. How did you celebrate and favorite
1: player? I moment. mean, I mean, I was the only lunatic uh, screaming and running around my uh, living room table uh, <laughs> while my uh, wife and mother-in-law were looking at me, and my dog, she, I have a little uh, beagle, Maya, she was running with me and barking, and I was super, super excited, that's how I celebrated. I, I didn't get drunk, not this time, uh, okay. but uh, that's how I celebrated. My my favorite play of, of yesterday's game, or uh, like... No, of, of this season at the, pre- at the current moment? At the current moment, um, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, no one has really caught my attention so far. Uh, no one has been consistent at all. Uh, okay. I mean, seriously speaking, I mean, Kouac has been on and off making some grotesque mistakes at, at times. Yeah. Macho as well. Giovanni was like, he did, he did great. Now I don't know what happened. He fell off the wagon. Uh, Bas he was blasting, blazing, and now bang, he's gone. For, he's been gone for a little while. So I would say maybe Ritovsky is the one who's been more consistent so far since he's come back uh, from his injury. Uh, the one that's been surprising me lately has been Jefferson. Uh, it looks like his form is going up a l- couple notches, but I don't really have a favorite player as of yet. Too soon to tell Brun Fernandes is on and off. I think uh, um, Kaiser should really look into uh, resting him now that we have Chico. Uh, take the risk, be afraid, give Chico a chance. Let let uh, let Brun Fernandes, you know, rest a little bit. Save him for the first half on on Stubble and Chic, See what happens. And then if uh, it doesn't go to your liking, sub him. I would take a risk. Yeah, that's it.
0: I agree with you there. And and Chris, same question to you. How did you celebrate? And uh, your favorite player at the moment?
1: Uh,
2: well, I just uh, I just kept watching the uh, the post game afterwards. Uh, you know, that was it's always fun to watch that stuff. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, especially when we win. On,
2: uh, they're like the, the certain players are going on Instagram live in the locker room, so it's kind of funny. It's like it shows you a different side of the players because it's more of like their personalities, um, mm-hmm. and kind of like the way they're reacting. Um, Wendell spraying everyone with pouring beer over people while they're getting interviewed. Um, you know, Rostovsky as we know is obviously a clown. Uh he's definitely yeah. hilarious. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, it's just fun stuff. It's it's always fun to to win no matter what the trophy is. So, uh, I just enjoyed uh, watching that in, in my house. Um my dad's a big he was he's uh, ah! <laughs> he watching it too. <laughs> He he's he was in and out of uh, of dozing off during the game because I guess for someone that didn't have any any uh, horse in the race it wasn't the most exciting game I guess (laughs) but but yeah I mean he was in and out Um, and then I mean yeah I just just kind of watched and then uh, after the TV feed ended I just was uh, just watching on um, on Instagram the 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 various players um, following along. Um, with, like, the latest developments of the, the the metal thrower and all that bullshit. So it's just fun, um, it a fun night. Uh, more like afternoon into evening more than night, but, you know, same same thing. Um, yeah, and uh, my favorite player at Sporting right now um, might be Wendell. I mean, the kids overcome a lot of adversity. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing that the, the two coaches that came before him uh, couldn't even give him a chance because I mean obviously he can play. I, I don't know what what the hell the problem was. Um, he cost a lot of money too. He wasn't cheap, and he just two two different coaches just he just kept him sitting there. Didn't even didn't even dress for most of the games. wasn't even in the squad. Um, and now he's a definitive starter. So it's it's pretty amazing. And he got hurt too this year after he had just. Kind of got his feet under him, and he recovered, and and uh, now he's back to a high level again. So, yeah, great player, um, and I you know admire uh, everything he's overcome as well.
0: Yeah, um, that's that was exactly the player I was going to pick as well. Um, Nani might be my all-time favorite player. He's a good captain.
2: He's a great captain.
0: Yeah, for sure. But uh, Wendell, I've I've loved it. the thing is I've loved his attitude, just like you said. Um, two managers have, have, have counted him out, not counted him out, but not given him the chance he deserves. Um, you know, but then he stays patient. He's not really loud. He doesn't, he didn't go to the media. Um, mm. He's not like these, some of our academy players whose fathers start talking on their behalf. Um, so, you know, right attitude, right frame of mind, always thinking the time will come. He gets one little bit of a sniff, he gets an injured. And then he, like you said, gets the starting position, gets injured. So for him to, to be having the moments he's having now, I couldn't, be, I couldn't be more happier with him. And at the present moment, I think he's, he's, he's definitely my favorite player. I think he finished last night with 100 pass accuracy, 100% or something like that or near around that. And um, how I uh, celebrated last night's win, um, I hope this picture does it justice. I hope you guys see it well. Let me try to take the glare out. That's how I celebrate. Pauling it. you dumbing Pauling, the legend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I went to work, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, that is our show. It is. Um, it is time to to bit do. I think uh, the best way to end it is from uh, the fav- the famous words of um, a particular coach. I'm trying to find the clip. I just had it here. Um, famous coach in, in our in our league. Abel Freira, vamos embora, vamos embora, uh, guys, thank you. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. That? Oh, modalidades. Caralho, almost forgot modalidades. Steph, uh, can you do that? or
1: Yes, of course, I already got. Sorry that. about
0: that, Steph. Yeah, My that's bad.
1: That's cool, man. No, no, don't worry. Não about vamos it. embora. Não vamos embora, não. Ainda não. I would love to see his goddamn face after we won the trophy, Lano in no Braga. Yeah. Uh, but thank you to them for giving for giving us an awesome stadium and uh, and uh, all the uh, goodies and shit. Um, okay, in Putins today we pulled off a great win against Sporting lisboa Bayfica in the Luz. What a great game! I don't know if you guys watched it. I did. Okay. Uh, I they followed were, along. I didn't. I didn't. Was it on TV? Uh, TV 24. Okay. Yeah, so Is that what happened,
2: free stream service. Yeah,
1: yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I was your father, if I was your father, first of all, I would be Sporting this. Second, <laughs> I, would, I would buy it for you. <laughs> then I would buy it for you. Um, so yeah, great win, especially when we played most of the second half against not only Befica, but against the goddamn referees. Ten minutes we played with three men. Ten minutes, which is a lot, a lot. So the, those referees would definitely do Sporting with Befica, but we won 4-1. Um, U19, we won one nothing against Studio Praia. U17, we won 3-2 after being losing two ones against the Cavanares. So you guys know, Sir so Kevin is. They have a good, good uh, academy. They always give Sporting Fica a good one. It they from the same conference. Uh, U15, we tied against uh, Sporting uh at Fica, which is a really good result because we we crushed them in the first game. Uh, it was like four nothing at uh, at our academy. Tennis table, uh, we won in the champ uh, in the in uh, the UT uh, in the Champions League of tennis uh, league, we won a three-one against a, uh, a Spanish uh, team Priago for the quarterfinal away. So we're in good shape. Futsal, we got our, our revenge. We got, we won against Atlético after losing against them in PKs for the League Cup. Uh, we won now uh, for the Portuguese Cup. So we got our revenge back. And last but not least, and uh, actually uh, really close to my heart. Our ladies won uh, at Studio Praia, won nothing today. Uh, a, a goal from Solange. So, congrats to our ladies. We're still in the hunt for the title, five points away from Sporting Braga, which is still doable. So, let's be optimistic. And it's that's all I have. <laughs> it's better than eight, but uh, in the in the ladies league, in the first division, the only good to, the the only teams that have the potential to win the title it's yeah. braga yeah and Spartan. and next year i'll be, be in there next year too yeah 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 they have a good team they're in first place in the second division i don't want to brag about them but uh they have a good team but last time when they played sporting bay let's remind everybody they played against teenagers they were 15 16 17 that's why they won ten nothing nothing to brag about really
0: yeah and they and they bought professionals right they bought girls that have been playing so
1: yeah, I mean, it's going yeah.
0: to happen. They bought a team that will easily go up to the first division this season. So easy, It's easy, nothing okay. it's nothing to uh cuz that that this same team is going to compete for the for the title next season. You know what I mean? So um Yeah, they, we, we take that with of, a grain of salt.
1: They have a lot of players uh international players from Brazil.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, a
1: lot of Brazilian good quality players and hey, uh, but it'll benefit the the, the first league the uh, sure.
0: next, next year for the ladies most definitely. And hopefully, Porto follows suit, too, so, so our league can be one of the better leagues in terms of uh, women's football.
1: I don't think so, because Porto has been falling back, the wagon, like futsal.
0: Yeah, they don't have a futsal team. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying, hopefully, you know, they start you know, futsal and then women's soccer, especially, I, I, I think, think it would be huge for, for Portugal.
1: But I think they're in trouble they're financially, and uh, they're just happy to keep whatever modalities they have now. Yeah. So but they do have
2: uh, basketball. That's yeah, cool. they do, which is pretty popular. I'm excited yeah, for true. our basketball team to be back. Me too. Me too. I really I like basketball.
0: Same. I don't
1: know. I don't know how we're gonna pay for it, but yeah, I'm excited too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, if they can find out a way, I'm paying cottage. So if they can find out a way, I'm yes. fine with it. <laughs> if my six year olds helps. <laughs> Same.
1: <laughs> got, uh, hey, don't forget, uh so what's your score against Stubble?
0: um i'm gonna go with a classic
1: kaiser 4-1 win
0: we're wow. gonna be motivated who's gonna score Epa. uh i'll give um i'll give dos the goal i'll give bruno Fernandes a brace and
2: i'll give nani a goal chris you heard, heard it here first uh i think two one uh no clean sheets um, and it's going to be hard fought until the very end, and we're going to be uh, uh, nervous through the whole thing, um, but we'll get the result 2-1. Who's going to score? Um, Luis Felipe's going to come off the bench and score the winner, Nice. and uh, Bruno Fernandez is going to score
1: the first one.
0: I'll sign up <laughs> right now for
1: that win. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'll, I'll say 3-1, and I'll say Bajdos, Luis Felipe, and Bruno Fernandez. And that's it. Back to you. All right.
0: Fair play. Guys, that was podcast number 32, um, the um, Tasa de Liga edition. And uh, I think there's only one proper way of ending off the podcast, and it's uh, with this audio clip. Uh, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for interacting with us on Twitter. Thank you for those that have bought the merch. Thank you for those that will buy the merch. Uh, thank you to everybody for um, for uh, supporting the crew and, and, and uh, you know, um, for everything like that, and uh, of course, Viva Sporting Club Portugal.
1: Viva Sporting Club
0: Portugal.